Welcome to Central Line, the AHA podcast. This is the official podcast of the American Animal Hospital Association, dedicated to simplifying the journey towards excellence in veterinary medicine for every member of the veterinary team. Here's your host, Dr. Katie Berlin. Welcome to a special, an extra special, for so many reasons special, episode of Central Line here on site at AHACON 2023 in San Diego. We have a non, I I was going to say a non-veterinary guest, but I feel like you are basically part of the veterinary family at this point. I feel a part of the team and family. I love it. I love these people. Yeah. So this is the magic behind every episode of Central Line. Casey is basically the guy behind the curtain who is making things happen. And um, if it weren't for you, there would be no podcast. Thank you. I am really honored to be the producer on this show for the last couple years with Central Line. Uh, Definitely not a vet med expert, but I think we can definitely have an intelligent conversation about how those working in vet med can maybe get themselves out there a little bit more by opening up and either joining a podcast as a guest, starting their own, and then we could talk about some of the value of why you would want to do that in terms of repurposing like clips from your podcast into social media and all that type of thing. Yeah, I think that'd be amazing because I know from my own experience that if you listen to podcasts pretty, um, you know, you're a pretty dedicated listener, engaged listener, it means you really love the podcast medium because people either are like into the podcast or they're not. And a lot of people just, you know, they just connect with it in some way. And quite frequently, I feel like they think, what would it be like if I were on a podcast or if I had my own show? And it really isn't a huge leap to doing that, um, but it can seem really insurmountable. And so um, it seems like while we were here in the same room, it would be a good idea to talk about that. Yeah. And the number one thing for feedback, I tend to hear with people that actually do join someone else's podcast, um, specifically yours, is or people that, I mean, podcasts that I've host, I've heard this. It's just, oh, that was super easy. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it would just be like a conversation. And you're like, right. well, yeah, I mean, if you're a guest or hosting a really good podcast, you know, that's what it should just be. It should be just an authentic conversation. And I think having the back end um, piece where someone's editing it really helps a lot too. Cause it's just like, even if there's no edits and you just nailed it on the first take, just having that feeling in the back of your head, like, oh, I can screw up a little bit here and that editor will have my back or someone else on the back end is editing it. Um, That I think is really helpful when you join a show like Central Line or Mm -hmm. some of the other great podcasts out there in vet med. If there's someone on the back end editing it and you know that going in as a guest, it just puts you a little bit more at ease as, oh, this isn't live. I don't have to nail it on the first take. Yeah, totally. And then once you've done that a lot, like if you're hosting the podcast and you're I've noticed like as we go on, it gets easier and easier for me to not feel anxious about that. Mm. And so then like we did our live stream yesterday with Josh Weissman and Debbie Boone, we actually, Casey had 682 wires 
coming in and out of yeah. his board. Um, and we were live streaming to LinkedIn and there was a room full of people listening to us. And it was not scary because, well, first of all, because their guests were so easy. Second of all, because I knew Casey was sitting there with his board and all of his wires and knew what he was doing. But, but the interviewing part was not scary at all because it's become very comfortable to just talk to somebody in that way and like forget that the microphone is there. And I think people who really like talking to people, podcast is just that. It's just that. And um, it gives you a really good excuse to talk to a lot of interesting people. So selfishly, yeah. that's why I love it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like this in that mad but it's certainly like this in other fields where you, if you go to apply for a job, I mean, the, the first thing that someone does is kind of Google you and check out mm -hmm. your public social profiles. And they kind of want to see, I know I can't speak specifically to VetMed, but I have a hunch that this is similar in VetMed is they're going to want to see you kind of putting yourself out there mm. as professional, mm -hmm. maybe on Instagram, maybe on LinkedIn, um, maybe on YouTube. And that is, you know, that's something that I know hiring managers are looking to see. They kind of want to see, you know, how's this person, you know, how's their public profile? The first thing we do is Google someone. So if you're a guest on a podcast, you know, it just provides you with a, a way to have some clips of yourself and what you're all about putting it out there publicly because whether we like it or not social media is a huge reality of mm -hmm. this professional environment yeah and putting yourself out there publicly also shows that you're you're not um you know you're you're able to present yourself in a way that is um professional and acceptable to um, to an employer, they don't have to worry about you. And I think social media can be a real disaster for some people. If they have had stuff on their social media, they wouldn't want an employer to see. It can be really hard to hide that stuff. Yeah. And podcasting and being on YouTube and stuff is the opposite. It makes you really easy to find. And it also sort of gives people a window into who you are. So even if they're not interested at all in what, you know, whether you can make content on YouTube, like, they can see what kind of person you are based on the content you've made. And if you're looking for a non-clinical career, so if you're looking to branch into industry or nonprofit work, like organization work, like at AHA, um, it is really, really helpful to see somebody who is a self-starter and who is actually taking it upon themselves to create something. Yeah, for sure. I want to touch on something that I heard you talk a little bit about in an earlier podcast that you recorded here at AHAcon, And that was something that pertains to this question of whether someone in VetMed should start their own podcast. Mm. And it's about kind of having an abundance mentality. So yeah. someone might be like thinking, oh, there's so many podcasts out there. What could I possibly bring to the table? We've had that conversation, you and me. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the truth of the reality is, well, someone's not doing a podcast in your own voice. They're not bringing your unique perspective to the table. And mm -hmm. also having an abundance mentality is like, well, there's more room for my stuff and for my voice to be out there and and I totally am a huge proponent of that and I think that's why you and I would both encourage anyone listening in vet med or any field to seriously consider starting their own podcasts yeah totally and um you know I I have had my own podcast before I came to aha and, mm -hmm. and did central line and I did, you know, my own editing and social media and stuff like that. And it's some work, you know, like Casey, the reason that we're so grateful for you is, is that it's not that we couldn't do like a, a good enough job 
of editing the podcast and like getting it out there. Like the software exists that you can just do that stuff. Um, you don't have to be an expert in or a sound engineer or tech wizard to do that stuff, but you take it to a level that I wouldn't be able to do on my own. You make the sound better. You make recommendations that I I wouldn't know to make to myself yeah. or to somebody else. Um, you know, you help me like troubleshoot tech issues. Like if there's a, you know, an echo or something in an episode, you're like, ping me next time and we'll figure it out. And that stuff, it may not be something that we need every single second, but knowing that that support is there is yeah. extremely valuable. And you've also just been a really good sounding board for like, if I'm feeling a little bit like, are we doing the right thing? You know, is anybody listening? And you have been a really good um, sort of mirror yeah. to say, well, I'm not in this industry and here's what I see, you know? It does help to come from an outsider perspective and just coming come in with a fresh perspective mm-hmm. on, okay, well, though, this is kind of what conventional wisdom would say from a media perspective or a podcast perspective, because my background is journalism, mass communications, that type of thing. And just coming into it with a fresh non-subject matter expert perspective is very helpful. Having said that, if you are thinking about doing a podcast and you're in vet med, Come to events like this, mm-hmm. come to AhaCon, meet amazing people, and you build that network of people to bounce ideas off of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge, huge proponent of networking, um, and networking done in a non-sleazy way is the most beautiful thing. And yeah. that's how you make the most important relationships happen, coming to AhaCon and saying, hey, I know you have an amazing podcast, Katie Berlin, or whomever, you know, uh, can we like exchange contact info? Cause I'm thinking of starting one and I just would like to pick your brain on it. That's it. Like no expectations for anyone to get anything out of that interaction. It's just like, Hey, pure networking. Like I just want to pick your brain and Hey, by the way, if there's anything that, you know, you ever want to ask me about, I'm an expert in X, Y, Z, you know, just pick up the phone, text me or give me an email sometime. So that's why I'm a huge proponent of coming to events like this, you know, um, meeting people and uh, getting that, like you're saying, getting that fresh set of eyes on things. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have a friend, Bruce Frankie. He's a practice owner in Michigan and he has a podcast actually for his clinic, um, which is pretty cool. Like I, it's, um, you know, a small operation. Um, I think his daughter does the editing and um, he, basically talks about like common medical problems. He also interviews people. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we, we talked on it one time and, um, he will have, uh, you know, experts come in sometimes, but sometimes it's also just him. And he has little cards, like business cards that he hands out that have the podcast, like a QR code and he'll just hand them out. So if he's talking to somebody about allergies, instead of like having to do the 45 minute, like spiel about all the allergies, he could be like, listen to this episode and just gives them a card. And it's really cool. And like, is it a huge thing that he's expecting to like go viral and make money on? Absolutely not. It's work. He doesn't keep up a lot of episodes, but like it serves a really great purpose for him and his clients and podcasts can be just that. Yeah. Like they could be anything. Definitely. And I want to keep this conversation high level and not get too into the weeds, but I will say one thing from like a technical strategy perspective if you do start your own podcast uh and this is something central line has done from day one is have the video out there Mm. like take the time to 
because if you do a remote podcast on Zoom, they're already recording the video. Everyone mm-hmm. has a webcam. If you're in a you know setting like this, get get you know take a time to read some to watch some YouTube videos and find out how you do an in person podcast, which by the way is a little more technically intimidating than just doing something over Zoom. So I highly recommend starting with Zoom. Um, you know, if you're in person, you can shoot it with your iPhone and just make sure that you have you know, the sound being somewhat decent quality, but I always do recommend taking the time to, to try to get a video component in there because traditionally podcasts were always just like that audio mm-hmm. medium. But if you look at the most popular podcast now, I would say 90 to 95% of them, there's still a few that don't um, have a video component because you're just gonna, you're not really repeating the upfront work. You're just, you know, recording it as a video and stripping out the audio um, for the podcast apps. Again, I'm getting a little techie, but apologies. But then I just think it's really important that you have some sort of video component because you're going to want it out there on YouTube and you're probably going to want to clip some of the cool highlights from that conversation and put those out on Instagram or whatever platform um, that you you find to be most useful. Yeah, totally. That's one of the things that I love the most about it. And like being at a conference like this, it's really funny. I was in the elevator the other day and, um, and I was, had just had headphones on for hours cause we were doing this. And, um, I also have like headphones that I wear on the plane, which I was just on for five and a half hours, yeah. like flying here. And they're like big headphones like this. And, um, I got in the elevator and there was somebody there who he didn't have a badge on or anything, but he was like, he just looked at me and then he's like, Oh, I didn't recognize you without your headphones on. And I was like, that's fine. Was he talking about like, did he mean like five minutes ago when I was recording or did he mean on the plane? And then I realized that he sees my face on his feed all the time because we have clips from central live That's right. and he actually watches, but he also just sees, you know, in his Facebook feed or whatever that I just like yeah. go. And I've had that happen a fair amount of times. And, um, one of the things I like best about it is that these might be people who listen to the podcast. They don't watch it. We don't actually have a ton of people that watch the podcast. The majority of people who tune into central line are doing it audio only, but, um, seeing us, the guest and me crossing their feeds, like in a visual way Mm -hmm. on, you know, twice weekly or whatever, when our social media team promotes it, that keeps it front of mind and it helps them sort of feel more connected to us because they know what we look like. And I think that really, really is so helpful. Like I hate, hate being on video, (laughs) hate it. Yeah. And like, I get it. I can't watch them. Like you send them to me and then I just listen to them. Um, but I think it, I really do agree with you. I think it's so beneficial. That's one last thing I definitely want to point out is we might not have it be in our comfort zone to put ourselves out there. Mm Mm-hmm. I personally struggle with it too. I don't want to be like some, I don't know. I've just always, I think been more comfortable just flying under the radar Mm -hmm. and like, but the reality is you do have to kind of build that skill set. You have to be comfortable with being out there, being on video, having conversations and building up some sort of social media presence. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm saying you have to, you don't have to, but None of this it, it, it have helps. To, but. It helps. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's an important skill set to build because there is definitely some 
real world carryover when you're, you know, when you spend as much time as you do engaging with people mm-hmm. on a podcast, that's really helpful in, in day to face to face communication. Totally. And yeah. we're huge components of being good communicators. Yeah. I mean, so much of what we talk about on Central Line is about communication. Yes. And I'm always talking, like you were just saying, networking done right is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it really becomes more community than, than, and schmoozing, yeah. which is what people think of when they think of networking. And like coming to a conference like this is so easy now because I'm like, well, if I can make conversation with, you know, hundreds of people like on a Zoom call that I don't know or, yeah. or that I don't know that well and we have to talk about things for an hour and then like cut it off, then coming here and just like talking to pe- actual people yeah. about their lives is is just really fun. And um, so if you're looking to build a network, build a community, I think podcasting is a really great way. I also will say that, and AHA is one thing because AHA has a reputation. It's been around for 90 years. You know, it's, it's, it was respected long before I ever got here. And, and I've appreciated the, that it carries with it kind of a, a gravity and a set of expectations already that I didn't have to create. Totally. But even for my own podcast, I had really amazing people say absolutely when I asked them if they wanted to be on it. And they never asked me, like, well, how many people are going to listen? Or, like, yeah. what kind of reach do you get? You know, if somebody asks you that, they probably <laughs> probably have other agenda anyway. But, oh, like, it's, they're it's, so nice yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's a huge piece of it. It's <laughs> don't – if you're going to be on someone's show, yeah, don't be – don't – I mean, you wouldn't ask about analytics and metrics right. and stuff like, like that. You're kind of in it for the wrong reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's there's numerous reasons why it's beneficial. Mm-hmm. It it helps with networking. You don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do networking through a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's maybe just like a byproduct of the podcast. Oh, by the way, if you are a guest or you're hosting one, you do get to meet some amazing people. Mm-hmm. So it is definitely a byproduct of it. But yeah, if, if someone's interested in it strictly for the metrics and how many people are going to see it, you you might be doing it for the wrong reasons. Um, but yeah, just keep in mind that there's so many different ways to use that base podcast. You can use it as you know social media clips, as we talked about. You you can use it. Um, the, I know that you've used our transcripts from mm-hmm. many of these episodes and you've used those in publications. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we have um, a column now every month in Trends Magazine. So Trends is an industry magazine published by AHA and, the, and it's a member benefit to get it free. So they all get Every member of AHA can get it mailed to them for free, but it's also available online um, for members. And then you can also pay for subscription. And in that magazine, we have a column every single month that where we take a podcast that we've done, take the transcript and trim it down to about 2000 words or so. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times it'll fit with sort of whatever theme is that we're talking about that month. And um it's a nice way to get people introduced to cause our speakers, our guests on the podcast know so much. Oh, yeah. They are experts in the field. They have stories that they want to tell and they don't mind sharing at, that can really kind of form a connection between them and a lot of people yeah. who might not otherwise hear those stories. And um, this is just another way to get that connection out there because yeah. not everybody listens or watches. They like to read. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a great way. And then having the transcript 
from every episode of Central Line was an important thing to us in the yes. in the beginning, and that's something we've stayed consistent with. Is because you know we want to make sure it's as accessible as possible these mm-hmm. conversations, and also we we recognize the fact that some people are just speed readers; they can mm-hmm. consume content faster by reading it, and you know some people can consume these conversations fastest by listening to the podcast on like double triple speed while mm-hmm. they're on the treadmill or something. High achieving individuals. <laughs> come to mind but however there's none of those listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah right but yeah that's just what's cool about podcasts it's um yeah. there's so many different ways to i mean you want to meet people where they're at on how they want to consume it so the podcast especially when you have the transcripts available allows that i mean if you're doing the transcripts you're doing the youtube video and you're doing the audio only that you can listen to on literally triple quadruple speed on spotify i think mm-hmm. they have you're you're really helping to meet people where they're at This AHA podcast is brought to you by CareCredit. CareCredit understands that all veterinary teams are busier than ever. To help patients get the care they need, the CareCredit Health and Pet Care Credit Card allows clients to access a budget-friendly financing experience anytime from anywhere on their own smart device. They can learn, see if they pre-qualify, apply, and even pay if approved, all on that smart device. With just a tap, they have a friendly, contactless way to pay over time for the services and treatments their pet needs, whether it be a general, referring, or specialty hospital, as long as they accept the CareCredit credit card. Yes, Um, that is something, that's a trap that I've fallen into many times that I feel like you have helped me avoid, um, which is thinking that everybody is like me (laughs) and everybody consumes content like me. And I like the story. Like, I... I love Rich Roll's podcast, you know, they're like two and a half hour episodes and he like gets to know every corner of that human during that two and a half hours and they get really deep and intimate, those conversations. And I do not speed them up because I want to hear that. I don't listen all at once necessarily in this month, a long run. They're really good long run fodder, but, um, but hearing just the inflection in people's voices and how comfortable they get just sort of telling these vulnerabilities that are like, why would you want to tell a stranger that? But they're telling you that through your earphones or yeah, like yeah, yeah. on your computer. And that um, that sense of like, I'm there in the room with them and I know this person, um, that's why I listen to podcasts. But as you have pointed out to me astutely, <laughs> that is not everybody's bag. Yeah. And so while I'm never going to be a 20 minute podcast person, like here's your five tips, like goodbye. And it is helpful to have takeaways from the podcast for people that aren't in it necessarily for the inflection and the gravity and the story. They might be in it to get something and take away from it. And we want to provide that too. I think that's a really good note to end on. Yeah. Yeah. I can't top that. <laughs> well, so here's here's something to end on okay. because I want people to feel like they if somebody's listening to this episode and have gotten this far, they're probably like, yeah, I actually kind of want to do this. What is your recommended first step? I always like when I'm learning stuff, um, listen, I'm not a DIY person. Like mm-hmm. around the home, I'm not going to be able to fix much. <laughs> um, but I learn everything from a technical standpoint, essentially everything. Um, 
you know, with the exception of people that I'm lucky enough to talk to and ask questions to who are technical experts. But I learn everything from, honestly, YouTube videos mm -hmm. and and the information that's already out there on mm -hmm. Mr. Google. Like, that is where you want to just start. Just start with, like, as simple as how to podcast. And there's so much great simplified videos out there to do it. And totally. those, those, those ones that rise to the top are literally the best ones to say what you want about the Google algorithm and the YouTube algorithm. Yes, it misses the mark often, but when it comes to like learning how to do a podcast, the videos that come to the top when you search that are going to be where you want to start. And that is literally it. Just having the patience to watch those videos and learn how to do it yourself. Yeah. And there are, I think, um, programs now that will allow you to like create the podcast and, um, and put it out there like anchor i think lets you do everything yeah, all at once spotify for podcasters is what it's called now oh, okay yeah. Yeah, yeah oh there's no anchor anymore yeah i'm behind of you. i mean I you do. have to like really <laughs> want to keep up with this stuff yeah that's yeah. what i do well the last time i made my own podcast there was anchor and now there's spotify for podcasters yeah, but i don't know that because i stopped making my own and now at aha we have casey um so and they can also probably um, contact you if they want production help making one absolutely yes we'll put my contact in the description yes. i'm happy to talk with anyone in this great community just just to um you know answer some questions on what i might be able to help with thank you yeah of course casey thank you for this thank you thank you for coming out from behind the scenes to do this yeah i mean if it's helpful i'm happy to do it it's i mean I don't, I can't overstate how helpful you've been in this whole process. And Thank I really mean it when like Central Line would not exist without your help. I appreciate that. Um, and I'm really excited that you had to come to San Diego all the way from Baltimore. Yeah. Um, and we just, we just, I really, really am appreciative of everything you've taught me. So thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks to all of you for watching and listening, um, even if it's on three times speed. I'm really curious to hear what I sound like on three times speed, but I don't think I'll listen to it. <laughs> we'll catch you next time on Central Line. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Central Line, the AHA podcast. If you love what you hear, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. For more resources to help you simplify your journey towards excellence in veterinary medicine, we invite you to visit aha.org. That's A-A-H-A dot O-R-G.